0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء محمد الله صلى الله عليه وصحبه My brothers, sisters, elders, somebody asked me to write an article on qualities of winners and. Uh, I started doing that, so let me see if I can share some of that, uh, some of my notes with you, inshallah. What are the qualities of winners? In my view, the very first quality of a winner is humility, humbleness. Now that might sound like a strange thing to you, but if you look at the seerah of Rasulullah, Alaihi Wasallam. You see one of the primary qualities of the Prophet was humility was his humbleness and humbleness in the one whose status is the highest of the high in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now humility is a sign of two things. One is humility is a sign of confidence. Humbleness is a sign of confidence it's not a sign of Arrogance is a sign of lack of confidence, lack of fear. Because when a person is afraid that uh, nobody will notice him, nobody will take, you know, pay any attention to him, he becomes arrogant. He wants to show off. But when a person is confident in themselves, there's no need to show off. You can be humble. You can be, you know. You see it in animals. The smaller animals make the most noise. But if you ever, if you have ever seen an elephant in the wild, doesn't make any noise, he just walks, because he's 4 tons in weight, what will do with him, <laughs> right, what can anybody do, you want to bark, you bark, you want to scream, scream, no problem, he doesn't care, he walks, so the sign of the humility therefore is the first sign in my view of somebody who is a winner, somebody who is a, who's a true leader, is somebody who is humble doesn't throw his weight around there is no need for him to uh, to show off humility also is a sign of knowledge the true sign of knowledge the opposite of humility is arrogance and arrogance is the disease of the of the umara and the ulama uh, not the real ulama the real ulama are humble but the fake ulama they are people who get a little bit of knowledge and then they become arrogant about this. No, oh, I am Mawlana so-and-so. I am Sheikh so-and-so. I am Mufti so-and-so. If you see, if you read what Imam Malik, for example, wrote about himself, he never called himself Mufti. Huh? Never. But there wasn't a Mufti bigger than Imam Malik at his time or later. There was a... There was a famous saying in the Muslim world that when anyone went to an alim anywhere else and asked for a fatwa, they used to say, how can I give a fatwa when Malik is in Medina? That was his level of prestige. When he, when his book, The Muwatta, was published, uh, the Abbas khalifa was there, he offered to have that Muwatta written on gold plate and put inside the Kaaba. He said, I will do this. I will get it written on gold and I will put it inside the Kaaba. Imam Malik refused. He said, no, we don't need any of this. The muvatta is so authentic that Imam Bukhari Rahatun took the whole book in his Bukhari Sharif. The same Khalifa also said, to Muhammad, He said, I will issue a decree, a farman, to say that no other book will be taught in the Muslim world except the war. He said, because you have narrated a hadith in a certain way, and maybe in some other book it's written in a different way. So he said, we'll eliminate all that. Only this. Again he refused. So they asked him, I said, why are you refusing this? He said, "Because if Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala's mansha, if it if it was Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala's will, that every Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu should be preserved, he said, then who am I to say that only this one which I have written is true and something else which somebody else has collected is wrong? See, that's not true. I have my dalail, I have my reasons for writing something and and collecting something and saying that this is this was a Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallam, but this does not mean." that something which somebody else has collected is false. It is not false. Alhamdulillah, this is also good. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it was his desire that Allah, if it was the manshah of Allah that every sunnah and every, uh, you know, way of the Nabi alayhi salam should be preserved. He said, who am I to say that only one thing is correct? A man came to him from Kufa and he said that I have come from Kufa and... Uh, you are very famous, and we all know that you are the greatest alim, and this and this and all you know, big things. And I have come with forty questions. So can you answer them? So Imam Malik Rahmatullah said, "Yes, okay, go on, ask me." So the man asked one, two, three, four, and he went on asking, and Imam Malik Rahmatullah he answered what he could answer, and for all the others, he said. La Adri. Allah. I do not know Allah knows best. Out of forty questions, Imam Malik answered eight. Thirty-two he did not he didn't answer. Right? And he said, Allah. The man said, This is now you put me in a difficult position because I came here and we have this whole you know image. That you are such a big alim and so on. Now, what will I go and tell my people? Ma- Malik says, that's very simple. What's the difficulty? The man said, what do you mean? He said, go tell them that, he, that Malik is not an alim. Khalas. What's the problem? Hmm? He said, I never claimed to be an alim. You said I'm an alim. Says, say that I was mistaken. Sorry, we were wrong. Ma- Malik is not an alim. Khalas. He said, How can you say? I don't, he said, How can I claim to know something about the Kitab of Allah or about the Sunnah of Rasulullah or any matter when I am not sure about that? How can I claim to know that? How can I give an opinion when I am not sure? He says, Wallahu alam, Allah is the, he knows best. He said, This is the shield of the alim. This is the shield, this is the thing which protects. The alim from the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the shield of the alim. So I don't know. What I don't know, I don't know. Maybe I can research and find out and tell you. That all that is different. But what I don't know, I don't know. One day Imam Malik came and uh, it was close, came into the masjid. He was also the, the imam and khatib of Majid Nabawi Sharif. So he came into the masjid and uh, it was very close to the time of Maghrib and he was about to sit down because he didn't want to pray that close to the time of Masjid. There was a young boy and the boy said, do not sit until you have prayed to Rakat of Tahiyatul Masjid. That is the Hadith <laughs> of Islam. Immediately, my malik, Allah, he prayed. So, he prayed, finished Maghrib Salat. Then, his students after that, they asked him, they said, eh, Shaykh, you, it is your fatwa that we should not pray at this time. And you prayed. He said, that boy mentioned the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa How can I ignore this? Huh? How can I ignore this? My fatwa is my fatwa. I, I, I am still on the same fatwa. I have not changed my mind. I have not changed my opinion. Yes, right, uh, almost right after the time of uh, Maghrib, you should not pray. Because it's almost Guru. So at that time, you should not pray. Unless there is a reason, in, in, with Imam Shahfa Rauhatullah, they this wajib, so you should pray it. But with Imam Malik, this is the thing. He said no, but I will not do because he. Uh, uh, I did because he. This the boy. My, uh, he, now, Imam, this is the Imam, right? And he's not just any Imam. Malik bin Anas is one of his kind. He could have corrected the boy. He, he doesn't have to abuse the boy or, or you know, he could have. He said he could have told him this. Your your Point is valid, but this is the this is the actual he could have said all that. Never. Said the hadith of Rasulullah. This is the value of that. Humility, humbleness, not arrogance. Who are you to tell me? I am this, I am that. No, I am nothing. I am nothing. Who am I? I am the one who, when I was established both my mother and father made ghusl. That is my hakikat. I am talking about myself. I am talking about myself. This is my hakikat. Who am I? I am the one when I was established. My mother and father both made ghusl. And when I die, they will bathe me, they will put me into the grave and then some of them will also make ghusl. So where is the pride? Proud over what? A drop of sperm has the right to be pride, to be proud? Proud of what? Pride is for shaitan, for iblis. Allah Subhanahu told us this whole story for what? For this? First Takbah Takab Ana minu I am better than he. No. First quality of the of a winner is humbleness, humility. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalalahu to Make us humble, to give us tawadu in our akhlaq, and to continuously remind us about our sins. In the al he said, It is a sign of the mercy of Allah that He makes the slave remember his sins over and over and over. It's a sign of the mercy of Allah. Allah will forgive because Allah promised to forgive. So if we make sincere istighfar, Alhamdulillah we have complete yaqeen. We don't make istighfar with, with, with uh, doubt. We make istighfar. Alhamdulillah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said he will promise, he will forgive, he will forgive. I have no doubt about that. But still we continuously make istighfar. Not because we, we believe the last one was, not, was no good but because this is our position as the abd of Allah. So, continuously remembering your sins and making sakkah, this is a sign of tawad. So, when, when a person does that, when we continuously remember our sins, then where is the, where is the pride? There's no pride. Because you are remembering your own sins. This is what all I did. You see somebody in front of you, he did this. Subhanallah, why? That's why Mashafar Rahmatullah, Imam Mashafar Rahmatullah said, if somebody praises you, they are praising the lihaf, they are praising the Mishlah. They're praising the thawb, the cover that Allah put over you. They don't know you. They have not seen you. They're looking at the cover which Allah covered you with, and they're praising that cover. They're not praising you. Uh, Humility. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us humble, keep us humble, and to take us in a state of humility and sujood when we meet Him.